Hey, Tyler. What's up? A man tells his doctor, Doc, help me. I'm addicted to Twitter. The doctor replies, Sorry, I don't follow you. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's, that's something. That is a joke. <laughs> Nothing like a good... A good Twitter joke. Do- I was going to say doctor joke. Doctor joke, gotcha. Yeah. Not a Twitter joke. Yeah, we're running out of material here to kick off our, our podcast. Starting to hit spell. that dry spell. Yeah, we need some people to su- submit yeah. some good icebreakers or questions. Not in our lows or our highs. We're on this plane right now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you listen to, to the sermon. trying to figure out what to do on the plane. <laughs> you listen to the sermon. <laughs> Middle of the road right here. Yep. <laughs> here we go. Welcome, everybody, to Weekly Hope. We're so glad you are here and listening in. Maybe it's uh, spring break week for you, or you're on the road, or uh, traveling, or maybe you're just here. Spring break's at home. It's a normal week. So would be a great uh, spring break road trip p- podcast right here. Yes, it would. I mean, I'm sure every family in our church minutes is just of pure, going through the catalog, listen from gold. one to here. Yeah, <laughs> should listen to all of them. Just catch it up. Yeah. This is a great week to be staying here at home. Absolutely. And very low traffic week in our parts. So, yeah, everybody flees. Flee south. So 30A, Orlando. What's your plans for spring break, Tyler? Well, my school spring break was a couple weeks ago. So oh, my spring break will be doing more school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's Just working away. It's going to be yeah. great. Gosh. What are you doing? So close. We're going to the great state of Orlando. Oh, man. Yeah. What a sovereign state that is. <laughs> it's be great. <laughs> So we'll, uh, we're actually flying out today, Sweet. and we'll be back on Friday. Yeah. Kids are going very to, excited. Going to SeaWorld? We're going to places. <laughs> you know, Universal? <laughs> Some other places? Oh, gotcha. Why you got to bring it up here? Man, all right, we booked a trip a while back before yeah. all the controversy happened. <laughs> what you want me to do? All right? Going to the happiest place on earth, huh? Told my kids at Christmas. <laughs> all right? There's nothing I can do about this. I get that. So, <laughs> yeah, it should be fun. should be fun, though. <laughs> So uh, yesterday was a fun day. We we were in, at our church, Hope Church. We were in Genesis chapter seventeen, just trekking through Genesis here. Three weeks on the uh, on the covenant. Yeah. So big time. God keeps coming back to this covenant with Abram. Loves it, doesn't he? Yeah. We finally get to Abraham though, so yeah. we can start calling him by yeah. his his new no name. No longer risking missing up yeah. his name. <laughs> yeah. But you preached. So, I did. Man, Not tell us about Hope that. Church. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to go preach at Willio Baptist Church. This Sunday, which was, man, it really was just a sweet service and a sweet opportunity. So um, for many of you guys know that Willio is, is gearing up for some of their final Sundays um, before they, they give over their building and just their continual opportunities in Roswell to Hope Church to continue on that work. And so they asked if I could come preach one Sunday or someone from Hope Church could, and this week worked to be one that I could go over there. So what did you preach on? So I preached on the parable of the talents out of Matthew 25. That's a good one. Yeah, kind of an interesting passage to be like a 26-year-old preaching to a room of primarily retired people on talents and work and what that looks like. But obviously the passage more, you know, gears towards like working for God's kingdom. And so it ended up being a really sweet time. So they were really encouraged by it. They... um, the end of the message, they even brought me and Natalie to the front and prayed over us just for our future in ministry and what that looks like. So it was a cool opportunity. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, we were excited for you and be able to send you over there and certainly yeah. excited for the days ahead. Definitely missed Willio. out on being with Hope family, though. Yeah, so, you definitely. Know, any Sunday away just always feels away. So yeah, yeah. It's sad. 
there a place that we can direct our people to listen to this sermon from yesterday? Yeah, so I mean, it's on on Facebook Live. So Willio Baptist Church's Facebook Live, you can you can watch it there. Oh, I can't wait. So yeah, that's the place to go. Playing tonight. Yeah, streaming. Perfect. Yeah. Facebook. So you listen to all the podcasts, and once you finish on the road trip, just go to yeah. Facebook and yeah. hear me preach. All right, <laughs> I love that. So, well, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, Hope Church's sermon yesterday. Yeah. So we were yeah, in yeah. Genesis chapter seventeen and 17, 1 through 27, and we kind of see that um, this story continues with God coming and reiterating um, His promise to Abram and his family, and then kind of setting this marker for them. So to give just a quick recap, we saw that God calls Abram out of this land of Haran. There's this 11-year period where he kind of goes down, goes through this land of promise where he's wandering, goes to Egypt, comes back, family drama, all that stuff, and Lot gets captured, goes and rescues Lot, they come back. God reiterates this promise again in Genesis 15, uh, Genesis 16, which we didn't preach through uh, this past week, but I encourage you to read it, was this kind of Abram and Sarah taking matters into their own hands, they're going to solve God's problem for him and uh, and kind of create their own uh, their own line, their own, their, their own make, a, make a kid, they're going to make it happen. And so uh, it's really this very sad story of kind of forcing Hagar into... Yeah, uh, into bearing a child for them, and sure. uh, and that has dire consequences that we still see the effects of to this day. Um, out of that line, and so we come back and we see that it's been this thirteen-year period uh, where God has not really we don't see Him on the scene at all. Uh, which just to put it in context. I mean, this all of Genesis twelve through sixteen happens in eleven years. Mm. And then there's this like one little gap between the end of Genesis 16 and Genesis 17 that is 13 years long, and That's Abram crazy. is now 99 years old. Yeah, and he's we don't we don't have any record of him having heard from God. And there's kind of part of the story that we talked about yesterday was like, mm. what do you do in in those moments? What do you do in the 13 years of just kind of life? Sure, and bumping along. Yeah. And that like not every not every day, not every week, not every month can be like this spiritual high mountaintop. It can't be this like great thing where I've heard heard from God or uh-huh. I'm going to go do some great you know, great thing for the sure. kingdom or whatever. Like it's it's really just more of like being faithful where you are. Yeah. One foot yeah, in front yeah. of the other, living for Jesus mm. and the ordinary Christian life. Yeah. And so that was a little bit of what we talked about yesterday mm. uh, in this sermon. So did you have any thoughts, yeah, Tyler? Well, well even on say? that, I loved the kind of illustration you gave of of the man you're reading about who was just constantly searching for what is that like mountaintop experience that's happening near me in the church. Uh, I, I can certainly like understand and resonate with that. Even doing college ministry, there are so many people when you're in a college town that has many different ministries that would literally just jump around to which one is putting on the biggest thing this week. Yeah. And then that's the one they'd go to. Yeah. And so we came across many people that would come to ours when we would have our big events or like our big messages that we really pushed and then would jump on to the next one and continue on. So uh, just thinking about that and, and how much uh, we really do almost feel like we need those, those mountain highs in order to keep going yeah. when like the real work happens just in the day to day. I didn't talk about this in the sermon yesterday, but it was this thought that hit me of like, we don't, like we don't have to chase the Holy Spirit. Mm. Like there's a lot of like, Mm, that's kind of like storm chasers. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I feel like there's a lot of like spirit chasers out there. Like if I can just get to this place, or if I can just hear this preacher, yeah, definitely. Or man, so and so is coming to town. Mm. If like if I'm in the room and like 
and then the Holy Spirit's going to sure. move or whatever, you know, I can get to that concert. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I listen, I've been to like, For sure. I went oh, to definitely. the Maverick City conference concert. And it was uh-huh. great. It was awesome. Like really cool experiences. So I'm like, I'm not anti-concert. Sure. I'm not anti-evangelist. I'm not anti, if a church has a big service, yeah. any of that stuff. But again, and it all comes back to like motivation of the heart. Mm. Um, but like, we have the if you, if you are in Christ like you have the Holy Spirit you have the Holy Spirit when you're at your house like in your yeah. room yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. getting ready to go to bed and sure. brushing teeth with the For kids sure. and like you've got the Holy Spirit there in those moments just as much as like at a Billy Graham evangelistic mm-hmm. crusade mm-hmm. Um, and so you know again I think great moments great yeah. there's like great opportunity for and. Should we pursue? Should we go? And should we like be involved with the local church? Mm-hmm. And should we be involved with like things that God is doing and a part of in our local community? Absolutely. Sure. But like, do we have to do that? Mm. No. And what I would say, like, what's more important is get involved with what your local church is doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, just yeah, yeah. Like, be be a regular part of your local church. Not sure. hey, I got to go to this. I gotta, I gotta have like a community of church and people and a small group, and then I'm gonna go to a 5 p.m. service at some other church, yeah, because they have a really cool band, yeah, uh, or whatever else. You know, mm-hmm. does that make sense? I'm no, not definitely. trying to like, not trying to be a jerk about it. Sure. I just think it's like, sure. man, commit, commit with a body of people, like a yeah. local church or the local faith family, and and get in on what they're doing mm-hmm. and. And then serve that church, yeah. and like the Holy Spirit's there and yeah. present and active. And that's where like the sweetest moments I've seen happen is like over the course of a period of time is where like the Lord has worked in my life is not as much in radical moments as as although I can like speak to a couple of those where like I remember very vividly like these big moments where the Lord changed me. Yeah. I've also seen like the places where it took years and it took months and months of time of the Lord slowly just picking and prodding in order for me to be like more sanctified to look more like him. Yeah. And that happens in the day to day. And that that's in my life, man. Like uh, I talked two weeks ago. I'm not trying to be hypocritical because <laughs> yeah, I talked yeah, yeah. two weeks ago. For I opened sure. the sermon and I was exactly. like, I was what's kind of like one of those spiritual like marker, like a moment yeah. place in your life. And so, um, and I have those places, like places that I can very vividly yeah. and specifically remember, like where I surrender my life to Jesus mm-hmm. and uh, like where I felt called to ministry mm-hmm. and even where I felt like God was kind of leading me out of this comfort zone that I was mm-hmm. in to go and pursue seminary. And I mean, I could tell you exactly where I was sitting yeah. in those moments. Um, and so, again, I know it could sound very hypocritical to be sure. like, now you're saying that's not nah, important. It's a both don't matter. Yeah. But I also think like, Man, in God's timeline and what I've just seen in my personal life is it's like there are years yeah. <laughs> in between those moments. Sure. You know, and then there's Definitely. like there's just the day to day, which leads yeah. to the question, uh and so I just I say that to say I don't I don't think we need to chase those moments. Like I don't think that we need to like we gotta try to live for those like mm-hmm. that next moment. Because yeah. like God's gonna speak when he's gonna sure. speak. He's gonna call you when he's gonna call you. Mm. He's gonna like he's gonna provide those markers in those moments yeah. and maybe in an unexpected time and an unexpected place. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it's just in, in the day to day of a, a regular old Sunday at your sure. church um, or, or somewhere else. So yeah. um, that led to the question that's really like haunted me since I read it, uh, which came out of this commentary from a guy named Dale Ralph Davis mm. uh, in the, it was called the faith of our father. And he just said, can you stand the ordinariness of the Christian life? And I thought, man, that is <laughs> yeah. 
that is spot on. Sure. Uh, so what what do you think about yeah. that, Tyler? Can you stand the ordinariness yeah, of the well, Christian life? I think it's funny because for me, I probably like look forward to and like glorify the like ordinary, or like you talked about it being called like the life on the plane, probably more than I even should. Because like to me, there's like a simplicity to that and there's like a a, a natural rest that comes with that and, and just like the, the ease of, of slow growth, you know, that's like exciting to me. So like... Even the, the music I listen to is a lot of like Western music and, and life on the plane, like this this literal, like slow, like hard work, long days, but like restful and fulfilling, you know, life. Yeah. And so like in my mind, there's such a vivid picture of the Christian life looking like that. So I think if anything, I'd probably like glorify it too much in what that looks like. Hey, tell us about a Western life on the plane artist that we should listen to. Oh man, Coulter Wall is Coulter just, Wall. Coulter Wall, yeah. Legitimate. Uh, yeah, he is a while mid, you're on your, he is on a your Midwest trip, farmer listen who to, also listen to Coulter plays Wall. Oh, it's so good. I just heard of I've only heard one song, yeah. so please don't hold yeah, me to this I'm, if there's something that. But yeah. have you ever heard of Billy Strings? Oh Billy Strings is great. Yeah. He's coming here in September. Wow. Yeah, he's Bluegrass. Coming, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was Billy on the Strings Grammys last legit. night. I was like, oh, my man. goodness, he can that guy crush can, the guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can play. Yeah. yeah That's something. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, definitely. Okay, sorry. Yeah, continuing no, on yeah. with Billy that. Strings is great. <laughs> <laughs> we get sidetracked sometimes, y'all. Oh, but yeah, but with that, you talked about the ordinary Christian life allowing for a few things, which is to wait in God's presence, to walk in God in status, and that through it we can worship, that we can trust God's promise, and we can simply obey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that's like, that's the thought yeah, is like, yeah, yeah. that's what you see again, Abram come back to sure. and God calling to, and this, this whole chapter is like, it's about God. Mm. It's God saying, I will. And it's God saying my covenant yeah. 13 times and 12 times through this chapter. And there's a little bit of that, like, all right, Abram, you sit down and you listen. Mm. And the beauty of Abram is God actually does call him to do this yeah. difficult yeah, yeah, thing sure. and like sacrifice, <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> for sure, and oh, like definitely. make a sacrifice of him and all of his family and people. Mm-hmm. And you see that he immediately obeys. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of us that we that obedience piece for mm-hmm. us is like, okay, uh-huh. that I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah, but, like you almost have to like gear up for it, or it yeah. takes longer than it should to get to the place of like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, but yeah. His response is like, I mean, he takes his kids and goes immediately. Yeah, which is cool. Even his response to God speaking is he yeah. falls on his face. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, we don't sure. really have those thirteen years in between. But if there's like fear, doubt, worry, yeah. wondering, like where's God been? What have I done? How have I messed up? But mm-hmm. it's like God shows up, and Abram's like on the ground worship. Yeah. And you have this recognition that he he knows who he's talking to. Mm-hmm. And this is different than whatever sure. Egyptian God and whatever Definitely. back in Ur and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like He knows this this yeah. God is yeah. the God of the universe yeah. and is in control, and he yeah. believes him, and it's counted to him as righteousness. Mm-hmm. And so there's that, I think, that understanding in our life when we recognize that like God really is the God of the universe, and he is El Shaddai, like mm-hmm. almighty. Mm. And there's nothing he can't do. Yeah, And... He sets up this like this all this by by saying, "Hey, I'm about to do a miracle, mm-hmm. and you thought it couldn't happen, but you're 99 and Sarah's 89, and yeah, that kid is he's coming and get ready, you know, and mm-hmm. you even see in that, and it's like in our own lack of faith where Abram's like, "Oh Lord, please bless Ishmael," mm-hmm. and like God's like, yeah. "No, no, no, let me clear this up. <laughs> no, Sarah will have a son. Mm-hmm. It will become." Come from Sarah, yeah, and it, like Isaac is gonna 
is, is on the scene. Mm-hmm. Like he's coming mm-hmm. and get ready. And here's how I want you to get ready. And okay. he talks about circumcision. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about uh, circumcision now under the new covenant yeah. and like what does that look like for the believer today? And that's a lot of what we talked about at kind of the end of the mm-hmm. sermon yesterday. Yeah, talking about, um, yeah, in today's day and age, that looks like baptism. Yeah. Um, and so we see, even in this this story, a, a pretty rich parallel there with him taking his the men in his family to go and immediately be circumcised. And really the, the encouragement and commandment of what that would look like for us today through baptism, that um, it doesn't have to be like something that we have to take time for or gear up for, but like when the Lord changes our lives, like it should be our immediate desire to go follow him with that recognition through baptism. Yeah. And so it, it is, it's an exciting and it's a celebratory time. And it's one of those that whether it's been years since you've accepted Christ and seen change in your life and you still haven't gotten baptized or whether it was this week, like it's still a commandment and it's, it's like a, an encouraging and exciting call. It should be like one of the best days to get to celebrate that with a church family. Absolutely. And it's this marker in yeah. our life. Yeah, yeah. Like much like that marker that For circumcision sure. would have been uh in their day mm-hmm. is this marker because baptism symbolizes three things. It's it's dying to the past and to ourselves. It's raising to be walked mm-hmm. in new life with Christ. And then it's identification with Jesus Christ. And so like it's in baptism that we take on the name of Christ and then we are publicly professing mm-hmm before the entire world, um, that we from here on are to be known as like Christ followers. Mm -hmm. And so my old life is dead and gone. I'm raised in a new life Mm -hmm. with Christ, which I think is like, that's why baptism by immersion symbolically is so important because there's this actual like buried Mm. with him. Like it's, it's gone. It's this washing of the old life and Mm -hmm. being raised to walk in a new life. And so uh, we we put out the call for anyone who feels led to get baptized. If that's something you have not done at this point in your life, yeah, uh, and you are a follower of Jesus, you haven't done since placing your faith in Jesus. Why wait? Like, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. seriously, like, why? What is what would stop you from waiting? It's a celebration, and it is a command that Christ has made for yeah. us. And so, if you'd like to get baptized, you can reach out to myself, Chris at HopeChurchJC.com, or Tyler at HopeChurchJC.com, and we'd love to just start a conversation, sit down, answer some questions that you might have, uh, hear your story of of what Christ has done in your life, mm-hmm. and man, we would love to celebrate as a church with you of of that that marker in your yeah. life yeah, of yeah. what it looks like to follow Jesus and publicly profess Him. So Plus, it's warming up outside, so yeah. there's literally no better yeah. time to get baptized. That's uh, a great, great time <laughs> of year. So, and we got the heated, the water heater. Exactly. So. It's great. But um, a few announcements coming up. Just don't forget, we've got our Good Friday service. So we're partnering with a couple of churches here in our community, Shadowbrook Church out in Swanee, and then Somos Ecclesia, the church that we're helping plant over in Buford. Uh, they're coming together at our building on Friday night, the 15th, April 15th, for just a Good Friday night of worship uh, and prayer, and, and we'll have a short message. It's going to be an awesome time. So 7 p.m., that Friday, want to invite you to come join us. It's a great time to bring a friend, bring a family member. It's going to be some really good, good worship and uh, and really just a fun time celebrating together. So, um, love for you to come out for that. You can sign up for it on our website, hopechurchjc.com/events. Um, and then we've got Easter coming up. So again, we put out, we've got yard signs that we put out. We've got invite cards that you can grab. 
Um, and man, what a great time to just invite yeah. a neighbor, a friend, or a family member to come to our service on Easter Sunday. And then uh, we've got our night of worship on May 1st out at Willio yep. Baptist Church. So it'll be a, kind of a night of prayer and worship, which I'm really looking forward to as well. So uh, that's what we got for this week. I hope you're enjoying your spring break week if you are on spring break. And we can't wait to see you this Sunday at 10 a.m. If you'd like more information, you can always find it at our website, hopechurchjc.com. You guys have a blessed week. Bye.